Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting the ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips. I'm Molly Beth. Today is, well, here I go again, have no idea what day it is. September 28th, 2020. We call this, what? Victory Monday. Victory. Victory. We got some stories to tell you about the Denver game and our prognostication with it that <laughs> never got recorded, unfortunately. Uh, um, Molly's got a whole bunch of news for us, uh, mm-hmm. some stats. Well, maybe Stats? Not, maybe. not a whole lot of news. <laughs> some information. I have information. Mo- information. <laughs> we need information. <laughs> and I got it. Molly got the information, man. When you need your information fix, come I'm see here Molly. For you. All right. Uh, so we had a great game Sunday. We won it. It's always a great game when you win. Always. Always. And uh, let's talk about that. Let's get the game out of the way. What do you think about it, Molly? Okay. So we did our preview. We had that up Friday. And I think Friday night we decided, oh, hey, let's watch some yeah, Denver Broncos. Like, hey, you know, let's instead of just making stuff up out of thin air, let's watch the Broncos and see what we really think is going to happen. Which, you know, when we started the podcast three years ago, I made a habit of doing this, yeah, watching the opponent, but we've slacked off. Um, we've been we've been very busy this year. So. Sure. Uh, just kidding. That's true. And so anyway, we watched Denver on Friday. It'd be and, nice. It'd be nice if we could do this as a full time job. I think we would yeah, be a little bit more absolutely on top of things. Don't know. In any case, we watched Denver on Friday, the Pittsburgh game. Yes. And we watched Denver, and it was exactly what happened during our game. They cannot tackle. They really don't have much of a pass rush. Like, their defense is just not great. The offense, their offensive line is awful. I mean, we talked about how Driscoll got sacked six times against Pittsburgh. And it was really apparent when we were watching the game film that there were issues on the right side of their line. Now, I thought it was DeMar Dotson. I thought DeMar Dotson... uh, was the right was tackle? There, was the right tackle? But it's not. It's Elijah Wilkinson. And so is Demar Dotson a backup? Yeah, okay. he's backup right tackle, which I think he'll be. He should be starting yeah, because yeah. Wilkinson is really, really bad. And the center also is a rookie, which Scott Smith touched on that in his preview article. And he really struggled against Pittsburgh. Yes. And. <clears throat> Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Denver game was so ugly. Like both teams, it was were not it was great. the battle of the have nots. It was really hard to watch, but it was entertaining as crap because it was like the Keystone Cops. It was turnovers and fumbles and sacks and interceptions and just bad play after bad play from both teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did not watch Week One against the Titans, and I think I saw it part of it. Yeah. Uh, they're in week one. I think I had it on in the background or something. But I want to 
We should have watched that too. We, we well, made, I didn't think that was going to be representative no. of what we were going to see because Drew Locke started that game. Yeah. Yeah. So we watched the Denver game against Pittsburgh and we're taking notes and we're like, okay, they can't tackle. The right side of their offensive line sucks. So Shaquille Barrett, Vita Vea, Dom Kongsu, they're just going to have a month. They're going to feast. And their quarterback, Haskell, basically all he's good for is running around. Driscoll. Yeah, it's like even when he wasn't getting sacked six times, he was getting hit every every, every single play. Every single play. And then they were always they had negative yardage like every drive. Yeah. It was like first and twenty pretty was much every game? drive. Was yes, it, and it was, was like our a, game too. Yeah, it, they went four plays or four series against the Pittsburgh Steelers and lost a total of forty yards in those four plays. They didn't have a single positive yeah, yardage crazy. in the whole second quarter i think it was third quarter it was just weird man it was yeah. negative 40 yards they lost in four series so when they played us our biggest concern was their punt returner number 10 i can't remember his name and melvin gordon now we weren't really concerned about melvin gordon those were just the only two got good guys on denver yeah the rest of the teams is really not that good Fant, eh, you know he's just a Big pass catching tight end, nothing special there. And so sure enough, we're like Saturday. We said, okay, we got to get this daily podcast out or daily video out, and so we can give our, you know, more of a breakdown about what we think is going to happen in the game. Well, we didn't do it, and so Sunday morning, right before the game, I'm like, you know what? If this game turns out to be like we think it's going to be, and it works out just like we said it was going to work out, we're going to really regret not doing that video. So we'd look like. Uh, King progna- prognosticators, prognosticators. Right, like we know something yeah, about Yeah, like football. we know <laughs> the one time we get things right. And sure enough, the game went almost exactly like you would expect it. Now, we found it funny. Molly calls it a revenge game because it seemed like Bruce Arians and Gronkowski and all them were just getting revenge on the media for... Yeah, no, it was like a spite game spite plan. Game, a spite game. Which yeah. I'm here for it. I love it. Yeah. But it's like know, all they threw to was the tight end. Yeah. Well, and it was like everything that we've been complaining about mm-hmm. was like Shaq Barrett not being involved. Where's Vita Vea? Yep. Why are we spending all this money on tight ends? And mm-hmm. so Bruce Arian was like, oh, you want to see it go to the tight ends? Yeah. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll show you we can do this and mm-hmm. then shut up about it. How yeah. about that? Yeah. So and I'm it, just not ever going <laughs> to complain about anything again. Well, unfortunately, it's probably going to spoil the media because now they think they have power to, you know, if they bring something up, it's going to change the play of the Buccaneers. They'll be insufferable then. Well, I think it's just a matter of like, uh, I don't know, just be quiet. We know what we're doing. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We don't need you guys. Right. We can win anyway. Yes. Now we we did whoop up on Denver. There, you know, there was no point in that game where I felt like they were a threat whatsoever. The closest they got was yeah. within thirteen points of us, and that was, I think, the second right before the half. Well, and people were complaining on Twitter about game management and yeah, yeah. you know, 
And I'm like, I don't care. At no point did I ever feel like the Denver Broncos were a threat because they're, I mean, and I don't mean to be ugly about this, but we've seen this type of team before in the Buccaneers. We fielded this type of team before, Mm -hmm. so we all know. And I do, I know a lot of times, and especially when the Bucs get up, Bucs fans have like PTSD that they think we're going to give it away. Right, yeah. And oh, I'm guilty of that too. Yeah, but I just didn't feel like it was ever going to no. happen because even during the Denver Pittsburgh game, like Pittsburgh got up on them. It, I think the score ended up being twenty six to twenty one, and Pittsburgh had score gotten up to twenty six, and it was like twenty six to ten or something like that. And Denver put up some points, but not enough. I mean, they kind of started to come back, but it was more garbage time points, which is what they were doing with us, too. Yeah, we had total control of that game. There wasn't a single part. Now, the Carolina Panther game, you know, there was a little bit of time there. I was like, ooh, man, you know, we're letting these guys get a little too close. But we held both games. We've never, we never relinquished the lead. I mean, we've only given up the lead in week one. Uh, we have had double-digit leads for most of our playing time this year. So, you know, that's pretty good. I mean, we were up by, at Carolina 21-zip at one point. We were up uh, against the Broncos, what, uh, 20? Yeah, it was 23 to 10. 10 zip, you know? And yeah. We, we ended the, yeah, we ended the half 23-10. Yeah. You know, yeah, so we're, you know, we're putting hurting on teams. But let's let's not fool ourselves. And I'm going to say this about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Everybody's talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers as a good team. No, they're not. You know, if they, the way they played Denver, and, and Denver's just not a good team. And they gave the Steelers a hard time. It was a close game. Well, <laughs> but, I did not realize how bad Ben Roethlisberger's arm is. Yeah, like, he looks yeah, like Drew Brees. He's looking really bad. Yeah. But I'm bringing all that up to say, hey, Bucks fans, let's not get big headed about this because we just played a bad team. Yeah, we beat a bad team, which is what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. We did that, but Denver is not a good team. I mean, they're they're low tier, low tier. Uh, so you know, it's a win. I love it, but let's not get big headed about it. You know, uh, we beaten the Panthers. I would say they're low tier. Uh, we beat the Broncos, low tier. Now we we spanked both of them which is what good teams are supposed to do. Man, I can't wait for that revenge game against the Saints. Oh, oh boy, I tell you what, they have looked like crap. So anyhow, we were going to do a instant reaction video <laughs> or podcast after the game, but we didn't have our child, and when we don't have the child, the adults will come out and play. We got just a little too tipsy, I think, would be – yeah. For it. yeah, yeah, we couldn't operate heavy machinery, let alone mm-hmm. high tech digital machinery. So, <laughs> I think we tried for like two minutes, then we just gave up. I can't even see the keyboard, <laughs> <laughs> can't do this. No, we don't want this on film. We do not want this <laughs> in the annals of history. Rick. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I've got some stats from the game. You want to talk about these or numbers? Sure. How we did? Let's break some stats out. Let's break the stats out. Uh, Tom Brady did phenomenal. Three touchdowns, 297 yards. Not bad. He got sacked twice. Yeah, not mm-hmm. good. 
But you know, uh, you know, I said this at the beginning of the year. I said this in our offseason. Our offensive line is going to be in the top ten, and most likely in the top five. Guess where we're at right now? Where? Take a guess. Eleven. Eighth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. We're ninth in sack percentage. You know, sacks allowed. Okay. So we're really? we're up there. Yeah, we're huh. up there. We've given up uh, five sacks this year, I think. In three games. Okay. In three games. Not too bad. I'm not sure. I might be. I might be wrong there, but I, th- I think I, I think that's right. Five sacks. Uh, but we're tied with a bunch of teams for eighth place. Okay. I like it. Well, we got five sacks on the Denver Broncos. Sweet. Amazing. Yeah, so Barrett happy. stepped up. Showed up, yes. had two sacks, a safety, and a batted pass. Right? Oh, I forgot Can about that. A- two sacks, three TFLs. He had six tackles. Good Lord, three TFLs. And two quarterback hits. Yeah. And then Jamel Dean actually led the team in tackles with eight. <laughs> Dean. Yeah, this was like the this was like the game where the other half of the team showed up. I know. You know, it was like, ah, let's give the other guys a break. We'll let these guys you know, guys haven't done anything this year. Yeah. It's not that these guys aren't trying, it's just, you know, they haven't had the numbers. Yeah. Now they popped up. Man, how about that Mike Edwards interception? Whoa. Yeah. That was gorgeous. Yeah. A diving one handed interception. That was beautiful. I think it's a highlight on uh, NFL.com. It I like play. Be. Yeah. Probably the best defensive play of the year or the of the week for sure. Yeah. Uh Vita had a sack, your boy Vita. Vita. JPP had one, which per um the Bucks Communications Twitter account. Uh JPP has notched at least one sack in each of his past five games, tying Simeon Rice for the third longest streak in franchise history. Sweet. And per Greg Allman, only three NFL players have more sacks than JPP. Like in history? No, in the NFL oh. right now, currently. We'll say, so sack leader. So uh, Alan Smith has four. He's the sack leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, I called that. TJ Watt and Akeem Hicks have three and a half each. Hey, who, who on our team has the most? JPP? Yeah. Three? Yeah, I think so. Shaq's got two now. Winfield's got two. Oh my How about that? Our he, safety is tied with Shaquille Barrett for sacks. And probably most of the defensive ends in the league. I know. I was I was asking Ralph that. Has the safety ever been the sack leader? <laughs> no. I want to see it happen. Heck yeah. yeah. Well, he's awesome. He's awesome. He's just oh so gosh. good. Oh my gosh. I love him so much. I'm going to show you something later that it's just going to endear you to him okay. even more. All it's right. so cool. Um. Our offense. Okay, so let's compare the offenses. Offenses? Offenses? <laughs> offenses. Offense I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's the plural of offense? Offenses. Okay, so the Bucks rushing are rushers. Ronald Jones had 53 yards. He was aver- he did average 4.1 yards a carry. That's huh. pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but total, we had 68 yards rushing. That's it? Yeah. So not a great day no. for our running backs, but that's okay. Uh, they only had 42 yards rushing, which that makes sense. When you're down, you're going to throw the ball. Yeah, true enough. But Melvin Gordon, he's, he's, he's a surprisingly good. Watching him, he, he was 
they're making some moves against he only uh, had Pittsburgh. Twenty six yards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they against us. He didn't get a chance against us. But. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Driscoll was their second leading rusher. He had fourteen. Yards. That's like the only thing he can do. Just <laughs> yeah. scramble around. Oh, that poor guy. Then he got uh, benched. Did he get benched or hurt? I think he got benched. I think he got benched for Rippian. Which as soon as that guy came in, I was like, "Is that Mark Rippian's son?" I mean, how many Rippians are there on the planet? Yeah. And sure enough, weird. they said it. I t- I've told no, you. it's his nephew. Nephew. That's right. Yeah. I'm telling you, and nepotism in in football is. So I, I want to see somebody do that. See, break, do a breakdown of how many people in the NFL right now are related to somebody that was in the NFL previously. It'd be a huge number. I, I'd say it's probably around 20%. That's huge. I could see that. And I'm not or saying. Or just they, related to someone in the NFL. Yeah, I'm not saying that they don't deserve it and all that good stuff. I'm not saying yeah. it's a, like a. But I mean, it's a, they definitely have a leg up advantage, you know, just being able to know how to get through the gauntlet just to get to the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. So. It'd be a good idea if you don't have a family member in the NFL, maybe, to find a mentor. Yeah. yeah. That might help. Um, Their top receiver had 55 yards, Jerry Judy. Their second top receiver was the tight end, Noah Fant, had 46 yards. Mm. Uh, Scotty Miller was our leading receiver. What? With 83 yards. No huh. touchdowns. Uh, Chris Godwin had 64 yards. He was our second. Mike Evans was down at the bottom. Although he had two touchdowns, he only had two yards. <laughs> that just doesn't... I remember the one on the goal line where yeah. uh, Chris Godwin was blocking for him. Yeah, and then there was the fade to the left that he did. When it, where so, it was basically a one-yard... He only got two yards. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's crazy. crazy. <laughs> um, OJ was number three. On the receptions list, he had 49 yards. Man, that one catch he caught by at, uh, it was 4.50 in the second quarter. He jumped this, up and caught that thing. Yeah, Molly was like, you can't catch the ball five, five yards, yards in front of him. He will bobble and drop that and catch it behind his back, <laughs> turn it over. But then... But you'll get a defender in the way. 40 yards down. Uh, with one hand, and he brings that shit in. Yeah, that was an awesome like, Come catch. on. Our guys were catching. We had a couple drops, but we they did some spectacular catches. Uh, Scotty Miller's yeah. catch that what was it forty? Yeah, 50 he yards had a one hander too. I think that was the one hander. Might have been. And then there was another one he got interfered with, but he would have had it. And another one he wasn't running fast enough. That one was a bomb. That was like what? Oh, yeah, that was yeah. like the forty yard pass. That yeah. was huge. Yeah. wasn't there though. Uh, so and then Gronk had forty eight yards. So, yeah, B.A. was like, I don't want to hear this shit about the tight ends anymore. We're going to shut this up. (laughs) (laughs) And he did. Uh, We had, okay, two interceptions. You you touched on the Mike Evans, Edwards one. And then Levante. Levante. That was the most (laughs) awkward catch I've ever seen in my life. He was going to make sure he did not drop that thing. I know. he like wrapped it up like mid air with limbs. his. I know it was weird. Yeah. I was like, "That's why you're on the defense. <laughs> That's why you're a linebacker." Uh, okay. And then as far like we just crushed them. It was it was sad. We were averaging five point four yards a play to their three point eight. Uh. We beat them by a hundred yards in the passing game. That's it. Yeah, yeah. twenty six <laughs> yards in rushing, 
Uh, we had nine penalties for 71 yards to their four penalties for 30. I know. That doesn't seem right. They might suck, but they, they're disciplined. <laughs> I know. They're disciplined at sucking. <laughs> we, and then they had the two turnovers. They committed two t- turnovers to our zero. See, that makes all the difference. You can be yeah. the same in a lot, you know, penalties. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had doubled our penalties. Yeah. Didn't matter. They did have the blocked extra points. Oh, that was annoying. It was annoying. And, you know, I, I, I said that, that the right side of our special teams is really weak. We've got Kappa and uh, Worfs, you know, doing that. And I want to say, I want to say Vita is in there sometimes. I can't remember, but it's, they're, they're just not working together pretty any, too well. But that one was the guy jumped completely over the mm-hmm. left side of the, uh, between the center and the, left guard he jumped right over him which they can do that so long as they don't touch as long anybody as they don't touch right? anybody yeah well we had the blocked was it the block punt by yes, we blocked o'connor punt. pat yep. o'connor 79 patrick o'connor yeah. blocked it and then recovered it put good. us right on the 10 yard line yeah our first easy touchdown yeah one of the one yard ones <laughs> mike evans got uh, I think it was mine. No, that was that the, was Chris. Chris Godwin. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the two injuries with Chris Godwin and Sean Murphy Bunting, we lost them during the game. Yeah. They pulled both of them. They're getting MRIs. So we don't know the status on those guys. No. Yet. Both and, of them were hamstrings, right? Yes. So they're getting MRIs, and then I guess we'll know more tomorrow. But the team gets off Mondays, so. They'll be in the building tomorrow. Especially after a win, right? Yeah. Heck yes. They deserve that. Yes. Winfield, he had, what, a sack and a batted pass. And how many tackles did he have? Because he was all over the place. Every game he's all over the place. I know. I like him. He had six tackles. Whoa. Four solo. One sack, one TFL, a pass defense, and a quarterback hit. Man, that's our safety. A rookie safety. I I know. I just love him. Yeah. I like everybody on our team, but he's awesome. Wait, can I show you? Can we go through my... Yeah. What you got? Okay. Hang on a second. Let's do this. Like, We're going to share my screen real quick. Yeah, so all you on the podcast, you're missing out. Uh, we'll describe for you what's happening. Yeah, on the audio. So... These are some pictures. Shots from the game. That, <laughs> this is from Buccaneers Media. And I actually, this the first picture is Donovan and Kappa right beside each other, smiling after the victory. They look very happy. Donovan, Donovan looks especially. so happy. I've never seen him that happy I've before. I've never seen him with that much energy. I know. So he is like doing a like, yeah, ah. That's all so I what got. is that pose? That's I the know. Vita Vea the Vita pose. pose. I know. Look, his finger is taped up. Did you see that? Yeah, I did see that. So this is what got me down the rabbit hole of this, <laughs> going through these pictures. And then um, they were just so good. I had to keep it going. So 
The next one. Okay, this Levante. That's Levante's catch. Look how awkward this is. This is why yeah. he's on the defense. It's like a full body thing. Golston is there with his hands out. Like maybe he's going to assist. Like you can see he's Levante's like, eyes. A linebacker catching the ball. <laughs> Levante's eyes are still looking up. Like you can see the whites of his eyes. He's not even looking for that ball. Now he landed straight on his back, right? Yeah. Like a turtle. Yeah. He, he was like a turtle he, and he got that ball right in his gut. He cuddled that ball <laughs> in midair and just said, I am going to do whatever it takes to uh, not drop this. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, props to these photographers because, okay, this is what I'm talking about with Winfield. Mm -hmm. Look how happy he looks. Yeah. Every picture of him is like this. And I have about a dozen, a half dozen of these. Where he's just smiling. Hold on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he looks so happy. <laughs> Wait. Yes. He's like celebrating here. No, that's like three pictures all taken. Yeah, right, right at back. once. Yeah. But look how happy he is. I just yeah. love his old face. It looks like the play's going on behind him. <laughs> <laughs> he's still celebrating. It does look. Yeah. <laughs> uh. He's mugging for the camera during the play. Yeah. He's like, I could do that. Look, everybody's doing the, Every, the Vita Vea. The Vita Vea, yeah. So What's there's that, what Levante. Is that, the Hulk angry? Yeah, like what a Hulk it? flex. It's Hulk like a flex. flex. So Whitehead and Levante are like looking at each other doing the Hulk flex. Oh, uh, oh this is the that. only one from the offense. Tom is giving Mike Evans the Heimlich. <laughs> he swallowed his mouth guard yeah uh mike evans caught that touchdown and tom brady ran over to him and did that was like whispering in his ear while he was hugging him from the <laughs> like back. an awkward behind very hug. awkward looking you know i do feel like that with tom brady like if he wasn't the goat he would be like kind of a greg olsen a little bit not quite as bad as greg olsen not that awkward not that awkward but a little bit Okay, here's another one of Antoine. Yep. Look how happy he is. The happy camper right there. There he, he is again. again. He's like the most photogenic person on the team. He's got a big smile. This is maybe like is maybe that's a mouth guard he's got in that's I got don't teeth on it. No, but it's hilarious. Here he is again. His little scrunchy face. Like his face <laughs> gets all scrunchy. Like his eyes close. He smiles so big, his eyes are closed. Oh, here's Pat O'Connor's uh, block punt and yeah, recovery. Look at him. He looks like a slimmed down uh, Ryan Jensen. Yeah, he looks really mad. Yeah, he's got a big beard. Mm-hmm. His fingers are taped up, too. Huh. Interesting. Who is that to the left of him? Is, that's, is that Levante? 50? Might be Levante, but is he on special teams? I don't, I don't think so. He wouldn't be 52, on 52. Is that a two? Might be 52. I can't read that number. Yeah. Uh, so what about these uniforms? I was so excited oh, gosh. To, okay. to see these uniforms. I'm going to stop sharing now. And why? Well, it's oh, okay. We could talk All about right. the uniforms okay. while they're up there. I, I was kind of disappointed in them. Not that they're ugly. The, the red and white really pops off of them. I love that. Mm -hmm. But the pewter... You know, it matches the helmet. It all works very well, but it looks like a faded black. I think it's the contrast next to the orange. Right. You said that. 
during the game. I you, thought it made it, it look a little brown on the broadcast. Yeah. Like it looked like a Cleveland Browns uh, game. Yeah, the orange with the Denver Broncos were wearing did not complement our pewter. I know, which is really disappointing because it looks so good by itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'll tell you, man, the red, those white numbers with the red outline really pop. Really, really stand out. I like that. I think if they were to wear them against a team like maybe Atlanta where it's like black or if, or if Atlanta wore yeah, white, it would, it would it probably would, show. Yeah, better. it would look better. Yeah. Or maybe even look worse because then it'd be you'd see pitch black and then you'd see ours, which looks like a uh, like, like these jerseys were originally black. And then when they were washed a lot. <laughs> see, to me, they're just like a charcoal color. Yeah. And a pewter. That's like, women. Y'all can see these colors, man. To us guys, <laughs> it's like it's black or it's brown <laughs> or it's white. <laughs> Y'all got some crazy color names like fuchsia. What? The, why? We can see all those colors. Y'all can't see Whatever. them. That's the problem. I don't want to see those colors. One thing I want to see is he's bugging your wins, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Victory Monday is the best Mondays. It is. So Barrett got that safety. That was sweet. I loved seeing that. I really like to see. I really like seeing his involvement in the game. And like I said, it's not that he hasn't been playing well, just he hasn't been getting the numbers. Now the first game, we should just write the first game off because all the cheating that the uh, that the Saints did, and then plus we shot ourselves in the foot in that game. But you know, first game don't count. How about that? Yeah, we just didn't have it together. We'll say yeah. that. First game doesn't count. Uh, Barrett's been playing well, and it's just good to see that he's getting some numbers now. I think it's going to be a continuing theme for the rest of the year. Uh, if you've noticed, almost everybody on our team has great numbers. We're getting good tackles. We're getting interceptions. We're getting quarterback hits. We're getting strip sacks. We're getting fumbles. We're getting TFLs. I mean, like everybody across the board. There isn't anybody that's playing bad out there. No, I don't think so either. And everybody's got good stats. Whitehead, the Jamal Dean, Carlton Davis, man, he's killing it. Uh, SMB, hopefully he'll be able to play next week. Uh, Levante, Devin. Gosh, Devin is so fast. Yeah, Somebody saw- got past him. I think it was, I don't remember who yeah, it was. He, he it was kind of in the coverage. third or fourth, co- or third or fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And. He was chasing that dude down, and that dude was gone. Yeah, that dude was way out in front of him. Yeah. And Devin White, because Devin had fallen down in coverage. Yeah. And uh, he jumped back up and started chasing that guy and caught up with him and tackled him. Devin White's fast. He looked gas at the end of the game, and B.A. said that he was gassed last week, too. Oh, really? Yeah. He's up his conditioning. Uh, he's probably never played in Denver before. Either. Oh, that's true. You know, last time we played in Denver was eight years ago. Really? Yeah. So that's how it works with the AFC. Last time we played them was in Ray J, I guess. No, this was last time we played in Denver. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's every, every eight years we play AFC teams at their stadium. We play every, every AFC team once every four years. And it alternates between them playing at our house, us playing at their house. It's like a bunch of kids. Can I come (laughs) play at your house? David almost had another interception too in the fourth quarter at fourteen sixteen. Oh, right we after didn't want to get that. greedy. We felt bad. Yeah, for it went right out of his hands, man. It was like, ah. That's why he's on the defense. 
we did not have a three and out series until the 557 in the third quarter. Wow. We didn't need it at that point. No, I mean, we didn't. We, the offense, our offense didn't go three and out. Right. Until the third quarter. Yeah. Okay. I was saying we didn't really need the points by them. Yeah. We, <laughs> we were, were like, like up. Eh, eh. <laughs> it's like, yeah, let's not get greedy, guys. It's kind of rude. <laughs> uh, Donovan Smith gave up a sack. Uh, I saw it playing his day. Can't wait to see the coach's film, see how he did this game. But I did see he gave up a sack one time. Well, we still got this. Let me switch it over. Okay. Back to our pretty faces. Bum, bum, bum. So, you know, hopefully Dominic Smith is, is starting to get his act together. He's really been disappointing this year. See, they benched the quarterback. That was in the fourth quarter, about 11, about, about 11 minutes left. Uh, then JPP got a strip sack, but it was recovered by Denver. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he did. Didn't they pick up the first down? Or no, they just. I think it got back to the line of scrimmage. And then uh, Mike Edwards with that beautiful, beautiful, beautiful interception. Closing it out. Yep. Nail in the coffin right there, buddy. That's how you you close out a game. You're like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have our safety do a diving one-handed interception and stay stay on his feet. Mm -hmm. And then run the ball out for some yards. It it was just like, wow. Just total smack in their face and – Made us look good. And I think we're back on everybody's radar. Yeah. After that first game, everybody was like, oh, Tom Brady's lost it. Or, you know, Bucks don't look good. They got to get. Yeah, we're a good team. We just, uh, the first game, they cheated. (laughs) They did. Well, I think that we just need a little bit of time to get our feet under us. Yeah, 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 yeah. We still need to mess a little bit better. Yeah, I think we'll we'll have a couple games. I mean, when we get all this in sync, like I said, man, we're going to be unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Look at our defense. Our defense is the best part of our team right now. <laughs> We've got Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Leonard Fournette. I know. Rob Gronkowski, O.J. Howard, and our defense is the best part of our team. That's how good our defense is. They're so fun to watch. They are. They're so fun. Yes. So, what do you think of the game? Give us your your instant reaction a day late. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember my instant reaction yesterday. So it's... I don't either. I don't really remember the last part of the game. When we were rewatching the game, I was like, oh, I remember that oh, happening. Okay, yeah. But if you would have asked me right after the game, Mm-mm. I'd have been like, well, I don't know. <laughs> Go it went by so fast, too. And then we were behind for a while. Like, we'd paused it yeah, and then trying to catch up. Which we never do that. Normally, we're... When the game's on, everything else stops. But like I said, this week we had to, the kid was gone, so the adults came out and played. <laughs> Which reminds us, we are going to be down in Tampa Saturday. Unfortunately, we're going down there for a family wet, uh, funeral. But we're going to be down there Sunday. If anybody's got tickets to the game they want to get rid of, let us know. We can't get tickets to the game. We want to meet up with people and mm-hmm. watch the game with everybody. Uh, we're getting information. We're getting people to let us know what they're doing and where to go and all that good stuff. So if you've got a suggestion, let us know. 
We're going to try and coordinate with everybody and, uh, you know, meet up with everybody and just watch the game. Have, some, have a good old time. What do you think, Molly? Yeah, so let us know in the comments where your favorite place to watch the Buccaneers is. Yeah, we'll we'll let everybody know where we're going to be and see if we can get y'all to come and have a good old time with it. So, uh, do you have news? We've covered Sunday's game. Well, no. You never did tell me what you thought about it. But. Okay. What did I think about it? I was really excited. I think we look good. Even I know it was a bad team, and there are things I think that we can improve upon. Uh, Rojo, I mean, he showed up. We didn't really need him. <laughs> Um, I think we're going to kill the Chargers. Think so. Coming up. I think it's going to be so an, too, another. I haven't watched any Chargers. Another one. I know. We got to watch them. We, we're definitely going to watch before we do our <laughs> preview podcast. Uh, the defense was really fun to watch on this one. And I don't know if it was just because they were playing such a bad offense. But they're just so fun. Mm-hmm. They're fun. Yep. So. All right. Well, there you go. Straight from the word mouth of Molly Bay. Mm -hmm. What you got for news? I don't have any news. Oh, you don't that. have any news? No, really? there Nothing's was really nothing today? going on. That's right. They're off today. Yeah. Uh, Falcons cornerback A.J. Terrell is being placed on reserve COVID list. He's He was out Sunday. Now, he is the first NFL player this season to miss a game due to COVID. So we've hmm. only had one player. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And I know that they do the contact tracing, so I wonder if anyone else missed because of him. Because of him yeah, I don't know. in the position group. I know. Yeah, I saw BA. He was doing an interview and he had that thing on his yeah. uh, wrist. It was all taped up so it wouldn't move and stuff. Well, I guess it, like it's not quite as transmissible as they thought it was. Like yeah. from what I understand, like, you know, we, we had a family member that passed of it and the family members who were. Well, they, they passed. Oh, well, with it. it. With they, it. Yeah, they had it they um, on their way out anyhow. You know, the health department wouldn't test some of my other family members who had close contact with the person because they were like, oh, well, that you have to be, you know, 30 minutes, close contact, showing symptoms. So it's not quite. And I wonder with this guy, I don't know, does he only know that he had it because he got tested or is he showing symptoms? Yes. No, he only knew it because he got tested. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah, as far as I'm aware, there's nobody in the NFL that's had symptoms. Yeah. Uh, the Buccaneers are, as we just mentioned, allowing fans back into the stadium starting Sunday. Now, what they're doing is they're starting, this is kind of just a pilot thing, they're allowing fans who have had season tickets since like 1980 are the first ones, but they're only allowing a few select fans and family members of team of the, of the players and stuff. So, you know, there's very few people are going to get to go, but they're going to ramp it up. And then the next game, there's going to be more people allowed. And then after that, uh, they're probably going to have a full on uh, DeSantis, the governor of Florida is opening everything up and he's saying, Hey, let's get sports back together. I mean, let's get people back in the stands. Let's do it. I'm here it. for it. Yes. So if you, if you know anybody that's got tickets and they ain't using them this weekend, uh, hit us up. We picked the wrong time to have a funeral. Would have been nice if they could have waited a couple of weeks to pass away. <laughs> <Ralph>. <laughs> That's horrible, isn't it? 
Hey, it's your family. I know. I know. And somebody I dearly, dearly liked. Uh, let's see. Aldon Smith is leading the NFL in sacks. I want to bring that up because I predicted that was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, he's been out of the league, what, since like 2015? It's been four years. Yeah. That is crazy that he could come back and do that well. So good for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like this is going to be a rather short podcast. Uh, but I do want to bring this up. <laughs> Atlanta Falcons. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, the Saints... I just really take pure joy in watching them get beat. Mm-hmm. And they've, they've, they had a poor showing last week. And then this week, you know, the Packers just beat up on them. Uh, it was actually not, it was relatively close game, but I really dislike the saints. They're my new hated team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's when they're good. The team that's good. You know, you, just, you, you think know. that's what it is. Yeah. That might be it. Yeah. Okay. So. We'll for me, uh, for me, you know, it, it's one. I've never liked Sean Payton. We've me yeah. and I normally am cool with coaches. I like strategy, but he's just a jerk. Ever since he did the Josh Freeman thing, where he called the NFL and snitched out um, on him, yeah, yeah, because he was he came to a press conference with a bandage on his hand. Yeah, he had his finger taped. Yeah, and then uh, then we broke his leg. Remember that? Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> we broke Sean Payton's leg for snitching Freeman out, and then. Uh, you know, there was a whole bounty gate thing in New Orleans. And, you know, they're just crap. We, we've had so many games against them where they've won based on crap calls by the refs. Now, the week, this week, week one, was, you know, they the refs totally gave them that game. Uh, so, you know, I'm just really, I'm really into the disliking of the New Orleans Saints. And to watch them lose the way they've been losing has just been beautiful. But, but there's absolutely nothing that beats the Falcons' breakdowns oh my they're gosh. having. Oh my gosh. It's, it's a little bit sad. Like, Ralph and I, we went out into a bar uh, yesterday briefly, <laughs> like, for the one o'clock games. And yeah, that started our, uh, our, our drinking journey. Uh, so. And we were watching, and you know, Atlanta got up on the Bears. <laughs> Molly said, "I said, so why are we even watching this? Why? We know they're going to lose. Yeah, they're going like to blow it. Or yeah, they're it. choking. They're yeah. going to choke. And sure enough, next time we looked, mm-hmm. the Bears were winning. Man, I and, and the Bears are not a good team. They're not a good team. They well, are not a good team. In week one." Detroit was smoking the Bears. It was like 23 to 6. And I was like, oh, no, that's not going to last. Yep, Detroit's going to lose. Yeah, Detroit's going to do what Detroit does. And it looks like Atlanta is right there with them. Molly's got so a sense for these I things. do. I just, I can identify the choke artist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. And they lost to Dallas. Yeah, forty week. like gave up oh, a four. God. You know how do you even do that? That's it. I I was really surprised that Dan Quinn didn't get fired today. Yeah, I mean you can't have breakdowns like that. And I know three in a row. Could they play? Was week it one? three in a row? That's right. It no way. Well, who, I don't two? know who they played week one, week two. Oh, yeah, that was the Dallas game week. No, one. week two was the Dallas game. Week three was the Bears. I don't yeah. know who week one was. Anyhow, they are they're. You know they still got their weapons. You know they're 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 scoring Nothing's thirty really points changing. a game and they're zero and three. I know. Now bottom of the division is 
is Raheem Morris the defensive coordinator this year? I think he's sharing so. duties. I think. Yeah. Was it something? They really had a weird, weird arrangement mm-hmm. at the end of last season. Like they fired a couple of coaches and then let him call plays. I forget what it was. We'll do. We'll do a follow up. Okay. Yeah. I, but you know, I feel really bad if it is Raheem Morris because I like Raheem. Uh, but. At the same time, you're just like, man, that's, you know, you want to see that in your division, a team that can't hold a lead of 30 points. I know. <laughs> you know, if you if you go into it going, hey, you know, they're going to score 30, but we're, they're going to give us 31. Yeah. All we got to do is, you know, kind of show up. How? That's crazy. Like, come on, dude. Atlanta, man. I, you know, I feel so bad for Atlanta fans, but not really. Kind of. And, they are uh, the most tolerable of all the fans yeah, in our division. All the fans in our division. I, I would I would say the Panthers are probably the worst Panther fans. Yeah. But uh Saints are just they're rubbing me wrong this year. <laughs> More so than most years. So they're they're in that mouth. Well, all that team. shit that Cam Jordan was talking to the Bucks. <laughs> I'm like, in your face. Hey, we're we're leading the division, baby. Mm-hmm. Half a game up. Yep. Technically. We're a game up, but if we tied with the Saints right now, we'd lose because we lost to them in week one. We actually didn't lose to them. The refs gave them that game. And then we lost to ourselves, shot ourselves in the foot. But we are top of the division, baby. Top of the division, and I have a strange feeling we ain't going to give this baby up for the rest of the year. I mean, Carolina, they're not a threat to anybody. Yeah. Falcons. I mean, I guess if you didn't field a complete football team, they might would have a chance to win. You know, I mean, if you put six guys on defense, <laughs> you know, how do you six... even do that when you got Julio Jones, you got Tagarelli, you got Calvin How are Ridley? you scoring thirty points a game in your zero and three? I don't. I mean, the twenty nineteen Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hello, twenty eight three Super Bowl. <laughs> it's stuck in their head. They can't get it. <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, I think can't. that's it. One hundred percent. You can't it's uh, their identity. It's in their culture now. It's in their DNA. You got a clean house. Get that. Yeah, get it's, it coming. it's coming. It's mm-hmm. coming. Uh, Matty Ice is gone. You know, he's supposed to get $40 million yeah, next year. There's a no $40 million no cap hit. Yeah, he's gone. So, you know, Atlanta is going to be a totally different team next year. Uh, Raheem Rebuild. Morris is going to go somewhere. Uh, Dirk Cutter is going to go somewhere. Uh, Quinn, he'll be gone. That whole coaching staff is going to be gone. All the players are going to be gone. They'll probably keep Julio. Didn't they just sign him to a long term? Yeah, I think so. Probably. Yeah, they'll, they'll probably keep Julio. I think they extend him like every year. <laughs> I feel like. Yeah. Try and push that, that money down yeah. the line. Yeah. And it's coming roost next year, man. $40 yeah. million dollars for the quarterback. Why would you do that? Yeesh. Yeah. But it's really good to see. It's really good to see. I'm happy to see everybody uh, in our division basically melting down. Yeah. And it's only week three. And thank God it's not the Bucks. For a change. This is our year, guys. This is it. This is it. We are top dogs. Now mm-hmm. the Packers are looking good. Uh, Baltimore's playing tonight. I'm excited about that game. Actually, it's on right now. We should be watching that. Okay, we yeah. got to wrap this up. <laughs> Short podcast out tonight. Uh, if you are in the Tampa Bay area and you want to get together with us to watch the game Sunday, shoot us some information, let us know. And we'll let you know what we're doing when we figure it out. And we're going to try to get as uh, many people together as we can to watch the game. Many Bucks fans together. 
Yes, and if you know anybody that's got tickets to the game that don't want to go to the game and want to give them to us uh, or would like to uh, slide them our way or get rid of them, we shall take them off of your hands. Let us know about that. So anyhow, that's going to do it. This was our not-quite-so-instant reaction. We're going to call it the Afterthoughts Show. Afterthoughts Show. There we go. I like that. Is that what you're going to put on the title? Yeah. Afterthoughts. Yeah. Okay. I was I was thinking not quite so instant reaction. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, that's gonna wrap it up for us. Till next time, go bugs.